right, welcome everyone. Today we have Tim Short, who is one of the uh, leaders at the company and founding of AMZ Alert, a software, uh, a very smart piece of software and technology that helps you uh, grow your Amazon business by alerting to any issues or possible things that can happen to your uh, Amazon account so you can you know, prevent and work from that. It's, uh, I've looked at a lot of like Amazon softwares in the past, and this is uh, definitely one that's probably one of the most robust. But anyhow, Tim, excited to talk to you today. Yeah, no, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. What made you and like, the beginning group members want to kind of work on or start AMZ Alert? About six years ago, I jumped into the Amazon world um, along with one of my other buddies. And he actually hired me on to help him with the Amazon, his own Amazon company. And then I started my own. So we both were heavily invested in the Amazon. We had a couple of companies that took off uh, and we needed help kind of monitoring them 24-7 because um, as we both know, Amazon is a full 24-7 um, every day of the week. You know, you have to keep an eye on your listings. Anything can happen in the blink of an eye. That's the whole reason we created it because we needed help basically keeping an eye on our listings even while we're sleeping. We ran into issues of products becoming suppressed. So our listings randomly overnight would be taken down off of Amazon. Depending on the product, could be $1,000, a few hundred dollars in sales um, that we would randomly not get. The other issue that we had, which this was the whole reason we started AMZ Alert, was because of hijackers. And we call them hijackers just because they're taking money out of our pockets. And what that means is they would jump on the on our listing and steal the buy box while we slept, especially on our, our basically our best seller. And we lose, I think there was one night we lost about $5,000 in sales just because of that. Talk more about hijackers. It seems like everyone almost has like a funny or stressful story of hijack. The whole wholesale reselling model is like they're literally hijacking listings, but like you're allowed to do it because it's not the brand owner. But the first time like I really heard of hijacking is I, I met somebody in the MDS group and they like just talked about how like they literally had a full-time employee that all that employee did all day long was just like call up Amazon to remove hijackers. Yeah, Amazon's an open platform. So they, well, what that means is they allow obviously any type of seller jump on there. You can jump on, like right now I could jump on any listing unless it's brand gated, um, which means Amazon themselves won't allow any other seller unless they go through like the certain um, requirements. But none of our products at that point were brand gated. So realistically meant a seller from, whether it be China, a seller from somewhere else in the US, could jump on our listing and sell our product, undercut us and steal the buy box. And then obviously that coveted buy box, it's coveted because people can just do a one click and you get the sale. If you're not in buy box, you're most likely not gonna get the sale for that product, which is the issue we ran into. Um, the frustrating part to the buy box system is realistically that seller that's jumping on your listing and stealing the buy box, they don't even have to have the product. They could send out fake tracking numbers, they could do whatever and just make money off our listing. And then that kind of messes our listing up because we're gonna get bad seller feedback and we're gonna get bad rating on the product. Um, so as soon as that happens where we lose the buy box, it's just a domino effect of just bad effect on that total listing in general. Can Amazon not stop any of that? Like, I mean, you think that'd be something they'd be like, oh, we're gonna make sure this doesn't happen on our platform. Like so the issue is um, Amazon doesn't do I shouldn't say they don't do it, but they don't really do it that often. They don't do bin checks. They don't do um, stuff like that. And what I mean by bin checks is at Amazon, 
they'll randomly, I'll get their warehouses, they'll randomly go through the inventory to make sure it matches the listing correctly. But the issue is some of those people that are jumping on our listing and taking our buy box are selling it as seller fulfilled, which means Amazon don't really know what they're selling. They could be selling something completely different, a fraud product, something that costs them 10 cents to make when our product costs $2 to make. So at that point, the end user is getting a basically like a piece of junk compared to what the actual product is. I guess, is there any benefit to the actual person hijacking besides just messing with your listing? I think there's even news articles going around where do not buy uh, or do not open up these random packages with like seeds or something like that. Cause like people are just sending out like packages of like sunflower seeds instead of products, but like, wouldn't they just get returns and refunds and then Amazon would shut down their account. What's the benefit for a hijacker? So some of those hijackers, the benefit, okay. So the benefit for the U S basically hijackers is they could send out a cheaper version of the product. So they're still making a profit. Now the big benefit is when you're overseas. So let's say a Chinese hijacker jumped on my listing. So the benefit is they can actually send out a false tracking number and they get paid when that tracking number, like when the product sent out, so they get paid to their seller central account. Now the thing is, with Chinese tracking numbers, it takes a month to get to the US. And we only sell in the US. So we had some people say, hey, I still haven't received my package. And the issue is that Chinese hijacker already got paid. So, and they already went to their bank account. So Amazon can shut their account down, but everything's so delayed because it's um, that month's shipping where their product is shipped, but it's not actually shipped. Their product's on its way. So Amazon thinks everything's good. Yeah, I had that happen one time. I was like doing really, really well with uh, some Apple products and they were real, really authentic Apple products. Like my margins were not high. Like I think I was making like $2 a unit on like a $27 item. But um, I was selling some like these headphones. You like have to connect it into your uh, computer, not a computer, your uh, iPhone. I was making a couple bucks a unit, I was, but I was selling a crazy amount of them. Like I would sell, I think sometimes even almost like a thousand plus units a day. I wake up one day, I'm not getting any sales. I'm like, what's going on? Like I'm, I'm in stock. I just ordered like 5,000 of these like, you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Uh, and there was a, a seller selling it for less than what I bought it for. I'm like, there's no way this, like, there's, this is counterfeit. But uh, the listing was down like five days later. And then like two weeks later, that's when Amazon made the announcement with like Apple that, okay, no one can sell Apple anymore besides like us. And like they made some partnership. But uh, I guess yep. that makes sense. That's their scheme. It's like, all right, let's find some like fast selling listings. So for AMZ Alert, how do you guys help with like that huge issue of hijackers? Any alert that we basically notify the seller of, uh, we take a screenshot. So you have that evidence of that seller jumping on the listing. So as soon as you see a hijacker or you see that you lost the buy box, then like, I mean, obviously a veteran seller knows to jump on Amazon Seller Central, or if you have an account manager, if your account is big enough, then you can actually go to, I'm trying to remember the exact page, uh, something on the brand registry tab. You can actually submit claims. Um, you can send pictures. So. Um, what you do is as soon as you see a seller on your listing that's selling a product that you know is fake or you're like, there's no way, especially if I'm private label, there's no way that they have my exact product that we're, we're selling. You can actually buy their product. If they don't ship it, you can get them in trouble that or in that route. Or if they do ship it and it's something completely, it's not your product, um, you can actually submit those pictures to Amazon um, via that brand registry um, and get their account suspended that way. 
Um, unfortunately, that takes you know a week, sometimes a couple of weeks, but that is probably the best route to go just because at that point, as soon as Amazon sees that, they're going to do a bin check, like I talked about earlier, and they'll go and check this, that bin if it is FBA. If it's not FBA, they'll contact that seller, and that seller will have to basically show proof that they're actually getting the correct product. So either route, you're kind of covering your butt. It's kind of a sticky situation when that, like, basically the whole buy box situation is very sticky when it comes to Amazon because they, they do sometimes screw over sellers. About four years ago, we actually lost control of our total listing because someone sold um, our product to Vendor Central and took over our listing. Um, they claimed that it was their, yeah, so they claimed it was their product. They shipped it in and we actually couldn't send more of our product in because they took full control of our listing, our registered trademark, our brand. It was just done. So we went from $1,000 a day on this one product and then all of a sudden just lost it overnight. So there was a whole lawsuit. We had to go the lawsuit route this way, which obviously that's the extreme. But starting with just cases, getting account manager involved, definitely taking pictures and submitting those uh, I think there are trademark claims. You can do trademark infringement claims, um, basically just trying to get Amazon's attention, saying, hey, this this guy's selling um, fraudulent items on my listing. He's trying to use it, stuff like that, just to get their attention, because then they will they actually will take the necessary actions. It might just take a little bit. I feel like Amazon sellers kind of have to complete numb to like Amazon just like <laughs> screwing them over like every week or something like that or like something to happen on the platform where it's just like totally would never happen. Like it would never happen in the real world. Like you would not be like, yeah. uh, if you had a retail store like in a mall and then just all of a sudden like your store is closed or like now you can't sell the same products or like someone sells counterfeits, like it would never happen on your own website, but it can only happen on the marketplace. It's awesome that Ames <laughs> can help with a lot of that. But then at the end of the day, it's still like, you gotta, you gotta deal with Amazon. Still on the seller to do their due diligence. Um, obviously Ames alert will alert the seller with all the information they need. But then at that point, it's on the seller to do their uh, basically submissions of cases, reaching out to seller support, whatever it might be. But at least we alert them quick, right when it happens within 15 minutes of it actually taking place. That way there's no time lost. And the nice thing is we can sign up if it's in the middle of the night, let's say it's 2 a.m. You, you get a nice little text right to your phone. That way you can hop right out of bed and get the cases going rather than waiting till 8, 9, 10 in the morning when you get to the office. Do you have any like crazy stories with like, you know, just like the madness of handling Amazon with either be hijackers or takedowns or anything at all? There's so many scary stories. There's so many like horror stories out there of Amazon. But at the end of the day, Amazon's probably the best place to make your make your money because I want to say even now um, people are going to Amazon to start their search rather than even Google um, starting to take that you know yeah Amazon and Google are fighting back and forth for that so Amazon's always a good place to start but there's there are horror stories that come with that some of the stories I hear are people which this still goes on today which is sad people are actually buying um, false uh, was it false seller feedback, buying false seller uh, or buying false negative reviews. And what I mean by that is people will actually hire people from Indonesia, India, um, China, and they will actually pay them to buy the product from a competitor. And then whenever they receive the product, they'll give them a one star um, as a seller, uh, seller feedback and also a product review. So it's kind of like a double punch. 
not only is your account going to be at risk for the bad seller feedback, but your product's going to be at risk as well because of the ne negative uh, review. So those are, and I, I have seen um, overnight someone wake up to a thousand negative reviews. So they got slammed. Um, and that was before Amazon started doing their whole um, basically authorized or basically making sure uh, verification, making sure that, that people actually bought the product before they could leave a review. Um, so that was before that whole thing. But I, I, I do know a friend that woke up to a thousand negative reviews on a product. So his listing went from a nice healthy five star down to a three and a half star overnight. It's crazy. Which cut sales. Yeah. And then obviously there's people that buy reviews. So it goes back and forth. But at the end of the day, I mean, you got I mean, if you, if you have a product that has to be up on Amazon because you're going to make money on it. You can hate Amazon or you can do whatever, but you can't ignore them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, Tim, it was uh, it's some awesome insight that you gave and it was pretty fun having you on, but it was, uh, you know, this is awesome. I'll put links down below for everything for AMZ alert, but it's, uh, you're definitely pretty knowledgeable with all of this stuff. So it's, especially on the software side, you know, it's uh, pretty cool to hear. Absolutely. Cool. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks.